This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Megs and I are here to welcome in December today. Yes, we finally have hit December 1st, which officially for me means I can turn on my favorite movie, White Christmas, and it will be nonstop. And my poor <laughs> husband, I don't care. Oh, we're so sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's over for him. We are, we are so sorry. But uh, yes, I do know you love that movie. Uh, we have not quite gotten into the Christmas or the holiday movies at, at our house yet, but we did get the tree. We, our rule is after after Thanksgiving. Same. We got it. Good. We got it. I think I think we're going to go this weekend, but we did put up a wreath, so I guess that counts. We we had a little um we had a little issue this year. We loaded all the family up. There's six of us in the car, yes. headed out. We were going to go to breakfast and then go cut down the tree. We get about eh, 15, 20 minutes out, and poor little Mavi oh, gets no. sick in the car. Bombs. <laughs> and everywhere. everyone's like, no, no. <laughs> That's a quick turnaround. From... So we had to pivot. We had to find a quick stop and do some cleaning and um, realize that it probably wasn't a good idea to be dragging him everywhere. So we hit a drive through, okay. picked up a pre cut tree, and there you go. <laughs> Bingo. Listen. <laughs> A quick pivot. You're fine. You've got the tree. Everything's square. I'm sure Mav is feeling better too. So he is. He is. Good. A little, little touch of strep throat. Got him some antibiotics. He's good. So and yeah. and the tree's up and it's it's fabulous. Well, so. speaking of trees, everybody you know is going out to get theirs. Um, we're putting ours up at ODA too. That's right. Exciting. We will be decorating it tomorrow and having a tree lighting coming up. So mm -hmm. that'll be great. And yes. I know this is time of year. Uh, no matter what holiday you celebrate or, or what you do, everybody's everybody is gearing up right now mm -hmm. for the holiday season. Well, Shelby, um, an exciting podcast, of course, today we're talking the holidays across Ohio. We are, and we're talking about uh, different places you can go, different ideas, et cetera, and uh, we have a whole slew of them. I hope we can squeeze it into this. I'll tell you that. Uh, joining us, welcome back, Matt McLaren. Uh, Matt is the Chief of Tourism Ohio. Matt, we love it every time you come on. You give us a million ideas. Yeah, I love to be on. I'll tell you what, for holidays in Ohio, can I give you a million more? <laughs> we love it. We love you're it. here. And welcoming for the first time, Brody Stutzman. He is with the Nutcracker Village, which we're going to get to in a minute as to what that is. Uh, Brody has a super cool job that he does. So welcome, Brody. Hello. Thanks for having me. Okay. You know what? Let's just dive right in. Matt, we're going to start with you. Um, just off the top of your head, if you could, <laughs> um, take us through what's going on uh, for the month of December in Ohio. Well, Ohio has really become known for its holiday lights. And one of the things I'm most excited about this year is our largest ever holiday lights trail with 55 stops on it. You can find this at Ohio.org. And many of those stops have received national recognition, including our zoos. All five Ohio zoos have light displays of a million lights or more. And those in Toledo, where they have the lights before Christmas, and down in Cincinnati Zoo, where they have the Festival of Lights, have been ranked some of the top zoo lights in the entire country by USA Today. Very cool. Very cool. I don't know that I've been, have you been to a light show, Shelby or Brody or Matt? 
I've been to the light show in Ogilvy Zoo. That's a smaller zoo, but you drive through that and it's really cool. Awesome. I like I like the drive-throughs that I don't have to get out of my car. I know that's lazy, but I don't like to be cold. I was actually just Billy. invited today to go to to Wild Lights uh, tomorrow at the Columbus Zoo, and uh, I think we'll probably take that. And I've done it one other time. It's fun. Once you get there, just grab some hot chocolate, and it's all good, right? The, the Columbus Zoo does a great job with it. The Wild Lights, the way that they have giant Christmas trees and everything, and their main areas just set to the lights is a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to drive through, Cleveland Metro Park Zoo actually has some nights that are drivable. Uh, and then I'll give you another great drivable. In central Ohio, you have Butch Bando's Fantasy of Lights. This is a locally owned, family operated um, light trail that you stay in the car the entire time. Three miles of lights that you drive through. I've taken my daughters and we've had a great time. They love seeing the different Santa Claus and uh, houses and everything else that are lit up on these three miles of lights near Ulm Creek, Butch Bando's Fantasy of Lights. Now you're talking, Matt, and I have done that one. It's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go. So I I was uh, looking over the uh, release that uh, Tourism Ohio put out, Matt, and uh, it is just, it's expansive. Usually releases, I'll stop at the second, like the second line if I feel it's too <laughs> yes. long. But this is like, I was, I was just kept going. I was said, oh my gosh, I've got too many things to plan for the month, month of December. And one of the really cool things and why Brody is on here is uh, the Nutcracker Village, and this happens in Steubenville. And Brody, why don't you just tell us what the Nutcracker Village is, and then we'll get to your part of it. Sure, I'll try and sum it up briefly. The Nutcracker Village started back in 2015, and we were basically trying to come up with a fun holiday Christmas time event for downtown Steubenville, something that the city can you know, take pride in and have for a, as a tourist attraction. And so the idea was sort of a combination of a European style advent market with an with outdoor vendors, chalets and um, music. And then but also something a little more unique to Steubenville, which was the idea of the Nutcrackers. You know, we kind of if we have an idea, we see if we can make it happen. And so he so thought, why don't we make large essentially life-size, six-foot-tall nutcrackers, and then we'll get different businesses to sponsor them, and we can decorate them to different themes that uh, for each business, and then display them downtown, much in the same way some towns have, I've heard of, uh, like, cows or dogs that they paint, and it's expanded over the past eight years to, originally, we had 36 nutcrackers the first year, and those were all contained within the historic Fort Steuben Park, because that was, at the time, the nicest area downtown that we could have families and people come walk through. And as it's grown over the years, we've now reached 200 nutcrackers. The growth of the village, it's expanded into the downtown, the historic 4th Street is what we call it down here. And the nutcrackers are displayed on the sidewalks. Some of them are indoors, but people can walk the sidewalks. They can see them from the street. And it's just a big outdoor display that you can come and it's free. It's open 24 seven. And yeah, that's, that's kind of where we are right now. Wow. That's, that's a really great story. Obviously it's a, I think it's a small family business that's kind of expanded into something much larger than maybe some anticipated, but talk yeah. about Brody, you actually make these nutcrackers. You have a hand in making these. What do you do? How do you build them? And you're building, right. you went from 36 to 200, so I imagine you're you're kind of I busy. Had, yeah, I am pretty busy. It's about, it's not the only thing I do for my work. It's about maybe half of the year at most. 
maybe a third or a quarter of the year, my philosophy behind or my methodology of making these large nutcrackers is I'm trying to mimic the creation of, of an actual, you know, German wooden style nutcracker. A lot of the processes are very similar. These European wooden small toys, they're made on a wood lathe and I make these on a large lathe, but they're, um, I actually craft them out of styrofoam and fiberglass because that's the only way that they will survive the weather outside. And, and these are like tall, they're like life-size, right? And they're, how yeah. much do they weigh? Um, well, they're styrofoam and fiberglass, so you can, one person can pick them up, but they're still kind of, they're a little bit of work to move around. I'd say they weigh around like 20 or 30 pounds. Brody, what you guys have done in Steubenville is truly unique. Uh, no place in the world has life-size nutcrackers, and you have 200 of them. I had a chance to take my daughters there last year, younger daughters, oh, to see them running around and wanting their photos and some of my favorite parts the neil armstrong one um that gave me oh, the chance yeah. to actually explain to them who neil armstrong was and then and then the wizard of oz characters um i they had never seen the movie i got to explain to them what the wizard of oz was as well you know it's funny that you uh you mentioned the neil armstrong one because he's actually the our, our sponsors who came up with the idea wanted us to do excuse me um what was his um the Mercury mission, uh, John Glenn. So that's, John Glenn is actually the name on the plaque, but when he was, I didn't personally design all of the look. And when he was designed, I looked at him and he's like, well, that's not John Glenn, that's Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong has a completely different suit from 10 years prior. Uh -oh. and, you know, I like to be historically accurate. And so <laughs> I've always referred to him as Neil Armstrong and that's how I designed him. Um, so he can be either one, you know, depending on, uh, what your preference yeah. is. We have two famous men for space. There, there so we that's go. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. two famous astronauts. Pick pick your favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Matt, that's, I mean, do you go around to a lot of these places? I mean, obviously you're promoting tourism, Ohio, uh, and in all the tourism in our state. So I am assuming you probably travel around and check out everything we're talking about. Yeah, a lot of it. And I still have a few things on my list. Uh, but what's really unique in Ohio, too, is the amount of pride that you see in communities, just like what Brody was talking about for Steubenville, how uh, they wanted to do something for this time of year to make it unique, make their community stand out. We see that in a lot of areas, and I, I think that's why we have our largest ever holiday lights trail this year. Uh, places like Gala Police with their Gala Police and Lights are all volunteers that decorate their city park to look like a romantic Christmas movie. Uh, that draws people in and then a lot of the local shops that are right around that park you see a lot of extra business for the christmas shopping too uh, you see similar things in finley and even our larger cities in fact columbus just got named the fourth best christmas lights in the entire united states and if you come to columbus wow. you'll find the columbus commons lit up the scioto mile lit up they have the magic of lights drive-through um, the wild lights at the zoo and butch bandos like we talked about it's pretty easy to find uh, holiday lights right here in columbus ohio what else, uh, besides the lights, what are some of your other favorites? Oh, the attractions across the street are so unique. Uh, one of my favorites is Castle Noel. Now this is the nation's largest indoor Christmas museum. It is huge, you can get lost inside of it. I've actually been lost inside of it, but every time you turn around, you're bumping into movie memorabilia. And uh, some of my favorites, they have the RV, Uncle Eddie's RV from a Christmas vacation, right? Oh, one of my yeah. favorite Christmas movies. You can get your picture taken with it. And then they have the giant sled 
filled with toys from Jim Carrey's Grinch. Uh, one of the other popular items is the slide from A Christmas Story that Ralphie went down. You can go down it just like Ralphie did and get your picture taken. Uh, and that's just a few of the many movie items and great Christmas items you'll find at Castle Noel in Medina, Ohio. Very cool. The Met for Christmas. <laughs> hey, while you're there, you're not far away from the Christmas Story House, the original house where uh, the movie was filmed, and that's in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh my gosh, we have a lot of stuff here. We do. We do the holidays very well, and if you feel like really going all out, that's Kings Island with their Winterfest. They have the largest tree in the state. They turn their 300-foot Eiffel Tower in to look like a lit Christmas tree uh, alongside of carolers, ice skating, and then many of their amusement park rides are open, including roller coasters for their Winterfest. It's been one, named one of the top holiday amusement park events in the entire United States. That's at Kings Island's Winterfest. That, that's a chilly ride, so I would probably recommend bundling, <laughs> bundling up for those. Everything I've mentioned goes well with hot cocoa. That's a, <laughs> a must. That is a must. Brody, do you have any other favorites to talk about? Favorite nutcrackers? Uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> You're down there right now, aren't you, Brody? I am down here. We've got we've got uh, two new nutcrackers down here right Ooh. now. We've got some visitors checking them out. Um, but we built 15 new nutcrackers this year. Last year was very busy. We only made two. But uh, of the 15, uh, uh, I've got, um, well, there's some of them are like rather interesting. You, it's hard to describe them. You kind of need to see them in person. But one of my favorites, a couple of my favorites, we've got Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Um, I've got one, a World War II fighter pilot who's actually modeled after my grandfather who fought in World War II. Oh, wow. And so he's got a kind of historic flight gear on. Very I like cool. that one. So these are oh, pretty got, much just anything and everything that you you want to make. It's well, it's not just me. Usually there's a, a couple each year yeah. that I might have a little more creative control over, but a lot of them are ideas from our sponsors, local people, um, or just uh, ideas that we all collectively, um, the Nelson family and I, come up with. We've got a, uh, it's like a rocking horse one, and it's uh, specifically modeled after its uh, specific german toy it's a nutcracker who's on a rocking horse um there's a german name for it called a rider line i'd like to be in on that brainstorming session that could be fun yeah <laughs> a lot of ideas going around exactly what can we come up with this year <laughs> uh <-huh>. well <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for being on today uh matt uh can you give us direction as to where people can find all of these ideas yeah, you can find more about all the stops on the Ohio largest ever holiday lights trail and all the holiday in Ohio information at Ohio.org. Thank you both for being here. We appreciate it. Have a happy holidays and uh, thanks again. Absolutely, you too. Thanks everyone. So many ideas, so many things I want to do and there's not so enough time. Much. I know it's so much to do. The lights though, I really would like to catch, I think, because yes. I haven't yes. done that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Um, I, that Castle Noel, that's the one that got me. That sounds very cool. Very fun. And that the the whole Nutcracker Village. I, yeah, I feel like we need to mm -hmm. load everybody up in the car and head up there. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> 
check yes. it out, everyone. Go find your favorite holiday things to do. And um, we have uh, something fun coming up on our next podcast. Yeah, yeah I, think I think we're going, going to, talk to talk about, about our own personal agriculture years in review. So we're going to give you our top moments from the year and they'll probably be funny. So you should just listen. Probably. If anyone knew the wacky things that happen on a daily basis and how much we laugh. We're putting out lots of fires, but laughing about it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> love it. We love our job. All right. Have a great week, everyone. We will see you back here next week. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.